Welcome to Steamy Stories. This daily podcast features the best developing authors of love stories, along with exotic journals of passionate and explicit human interaction. Our curators have selected stories each day, bringing a diverse collection of storylines. Some are historic, some are futuristic, but they all relate to the human quest of physical and emotional desires for sexual expression. We delve into the youthful discovery of sexuality. We chronicle the vast expressions of healthy affection and sex drive. We feature the creative ways that real people overcome life's adversities and limitations and still find sexual fulfillment. And we celebrate the successes of people who restore losses in their love life and go on living in a pleasurable and generous way. Balanced sexuality is essential to healthcare for body, soul, and spirit. Subscribe to Steamy Stories podcast in your mobile apps and browsers. And now, today's story. Addiction Exchange, Isla tries to give up smoking and finds a new addiction. By Dax Dante. Part 1 Resolution. Ugh. For fuck's sake. Jake dashed from the living room into the kitchen. Isla stood at the counter, gripping the countertop in her hands. Her head hung, long dark hair covering her face. He briefly focused on the roundness of her ass, bulging through her jeans. What's wrong? He asked, concerned for his flatmate. There's not a single fag in the flat. I've looked through every cupboard, every drawer. Well, yeah, replied Jake, relieved it wasn't something more serious. You threw them out. Or gave them to your mates. I know, but I thought I must have missed some. I'm never that thorough. She turned to look at him, a pleading look on her face. You don't have any, do you? Jake shook his head. I haven't smoked in years, you know that. He stepped over to her, putting his hand on her slender arm. I know it's tough, but you can make it. It's only been a week. I know. That's what's so fucking awful. I've barely made it through a week, how can I keep this up? Isla had given up smoking for New Year's. She'd managed to cut down from 10 a day to 5 over the last few months and thought a New Year's resolution was the perfect opportunity to give up for good. She hadn't really believed just how tough it would be. When I was giving up, said Jake, I was on nicotine gum for weeks. You should get some of that. No, that's no good. It's just giving up one hook for another. Well, you were looking for a smoke just now, he pointed out. That doesn't count, said Isla convincing neither herself nor her flatmate. She'd idly picked up a pen off the counter and was flapping it about in her hand. Looking around, she absently put it in her mouth, moving it around with her tongue. Jake felt a brief surge of arousal at the sight. He and Isla had lived together for a couple of years now, matched up by a mutual friend when they both needed somewhere to live. They'd both had a few partners over that time, nothing ever lasting longer than a few months. Jake had developed a huge crush on Isla, and she knew it, but she never really minded. It was flattering, and aside from a little flirting, it never really came up. Certainly it never bothered her. Sometimes she heard Jake wanking in his room, the telltale slap and occasional grunt giving it away when he thought she wouldn't hear. It turned her on just a little to imagine that maybe he was thinking of her when he did that. Isla was about average height, reasonably slim, with a decent pair of tits and, she didn't mind admitting, a pretty fantastic butt. She thought she was quite pretty, and plenty of men had been into her over the years. 
Jake thought she was beautiful, with a stunningly gorgeous body, and he never missed an opportunity to check out her as when she was turned away from him. For his part, Jake was fairly tall, averagely handsome, also dark-haired. He'd always want to be a little taller, a little more muscular, a little better looking. Isla thought he was pretty nice to look at, nothing to get in a twist about. Not that she hadn't wondered about it from time to time. She caught him watching her as she rolled the pen around her lips. What? You need something to take your mind of the craving, he said. Something to do with your hands and your mouth. If you're not going to smoke or chew gum, or use vapes or anything else you could get addicted to, you'll need something else. Don't suggest food. I don't want to get fat. Getting fat would just make that us bigger, thought Jake, but shook his head. Okay, what else could you use your mouth for? He chuckled as the obvious suggestion popped into his head. Isla got there a split second later. Oh, don't be disgusting, she snapped, half-jokingly. Well, it would be something to do with your mouth and your hands, he noted, and you did say you enjoyed it. Ah, shit, she thought. Never get drunk and let things slip to your horny flatmate. I wish I'd never told you that, she said. It was true, she did really love sucking cock, but that wasn't the point. I don't even have a boyfriend right now, she pointed out. Like you'll ever have trouble getting one, he pointed out. Getting turned on and suddenly feeling self-conscious, he turned to leave, but couldn't resist adding, or I could always take one for the team. Isla sighed and shook her head, promising herself that she had to cut down the flirting she allowed between them. Still, she couldn't fail to notice the bulge in his pants just before he turned to leave. Part 2 Cigarette Hours later, Isla lay on her bed, scratching at her arms and biting her lip. The craving was getting worse. She looked to her bedside table, at the collection of chewed up pens and pencils she had left in her wake. Jesus, this was getting ridiculous. It wasn't just the craving for nicotine or the sensation of a cigarette in her mouth. The conversation with Jake earlier had been running through her mind. She'd even watched some blowjob porn on her phone, silently in case he was listening, and quickly made herself come, but that had only made it worse. After another ten minutes lying there, unable to get the idea out of her head, she slapped her hands down onto the mattress and pushed herself out of bed. She stormed into the living room, where Jake was watching TV. Okay, she said breathlessly, before she could change her mind. Let's do it. Jake turned to her, still half watching his show. Do what? I'm going nuts in here. I've got to go back to work tomorrow and unless I think of something I'm going to be awake all night fighting these cravings. So, he added, not quite able to believe what he hoped she might be getting at. She sighed anxiously. I want you, to let me, suck your... She stopped, an overwhelming surge of embarrassment washing over her. Whoa, said Jake, standing up, that was just a joke. I mean, it's not that I wouldn't, you know, I would, but, wouldn't it make things weird? She looked him in the eye, setting her face so he knew she was serious. Right now, I don't care. You put this idea in my head, and unless I get something in my mouth, I'm going to crack. Can I do it? Jake found himself unable to say anything. Almost unthinkingly, he unzipped his pants, pulling them and his underpants down far enough that his cock, already semi-hard from the very thought of it, flopped out. Isla slowly, nervously got to her knees, looking longingly at the hardening member. She'd often wondered what Jake's dick would be like, and he hadn't disappointed her. 
Now almost at full hardness, it was at least seven inches long and of a decent, solid thickness. Reaching out her right hand, she gently held it, unrolling the last of Jake's foreskin to fully reveal his swollen helmet. Oh, are we really doing this? Jake stammered. Sure, whispered Isla. Don't say anything. She leaned forward, opening her mouth, extending her tongue to meet his waiting head. She'd always had a love-hate feeling with the taste of cock, that peculiar flavor, strange at the best of times, revolting at the worst, depending on the man, or, one surprising night, woman, when she'd discovered a friend of hers was trans and couldn't resist trying the experience. But there was nothing else like it, and the combination of that taste with the feel of hot, hard flesh in her mouth was unbeatable. Hell, it tasted better than cigarettes, in any case. Jake's flavor was actually pretty nice. Isla moved her tongue over the head, before bobbing back and forth on his now rock-hard cock. Jake moaned gently, which turned Isla on even more. Her cunt now slick and wet, she slipped her right hand down her pants, steadying herself with her left on the floor. Using just her head, she sucked and slurped, increasing speed and pressure as her excitement rose. It seemed like hours to both of them, but in a little under 10 minutes, Jake let out a guttural grunt. His cock got somehow even harder in her mouth as it erupted, thick spunk shooting over her tongue and at the back of her throat. Gagging just a little, her fingers frantically going at her clit, Isla came, the surge of wetness matching the fluid shooting into her mouth. She involuntarily increased pressure, but the sudden hard suck was too much for Jake's tender cock and he pulled out with a gasp. Isla wiped away the trickle of saliva and semen that had escaped her mouth, pulling her other hand out of her underwear. She stood up, barely able to make Jake's eye. Thanks, she mumbled, after swallowing. Good night. She turned around and dashed back to her room, leaving Jake standing there, his deflated cock still hanging out and dripping. Part 3 Cigar The next morning, Isla got up, showered and dressed as normal, trying not to think too hard about the night before. She was always up earlier than Jake but she made sure to be prompt and quiet this morning. She couldn't believe that she'd actually done that last night. It was going to change everything between them. Flashes of it kept coming back to her, the look of his cock, the feel of it, the taste of his spunk, the noise he made when he came in her mouth. She tried hard to put it out of her mind so she could focus on the day ahead. And she still needed a fucking cigarette. The morning was tricky. Back to work after New Year was never easy, especially when you were going through the combined struggle of nicotine withdrawal and unstoppable filthy thoughts. Isla's job was basic, boring admin at an office in town, as part of a marketing company. It was dull on a good day, frustrating on a bad one, and today was somehow both. Her need for a smoke increased throughout the day. Twice she left the office to run to the newsagent, stopping herself in time and buying sweets instead of fags. 20 minutes before the end of the day, she allowed herself to finish early and went for a smoke break. The rest of the team were used to her doing that, and to be fair, half of them did it too. This time, though, she was just going to enjoy the brisk January air and try to get her head in order before she went home and had to face Jake again. Once upon a time there had been a smoking room in the office, a brief idea that soon became history once smoking in the workplace had been banned altogether. So now, the smokers went out onto the roof, via the fire escape. It was a shorter walk than going downstairs to the car park. Heading up to the roof, her coat and scarf tightly wrapped round her, Isla was dismayed to see Steve up there already. 
She knew there was a chance someone would have the same idea as her, but she'd really hoped she could have some time to herself. Instead, Steve was there, all six foot three of him, a tall, well-built black man dressed in a suit. He was the head of the outbound marketing team. Everyone liked him, most of the women had a bit of a thing for him. He was handsome and charming, and right now he was puffing on a cigar. Jesus Christ, I can't take this, though Isla, turning to go back inside. Isla, came Steve's deep voice. You okay? She stopped and turned back. Yeah, I'm fine, it's just. I'm trying to give up smoking, so being around cigar smoke is going to be too much right now. She rarely smoked them, but she preferred cigars to cigarettes. They tasted and felt better, although they could be harsh on the throat if you inhaled. Oh, sorry, he said, stubbing the cigar out on the railing at the edge of the roof and pocketing it once he was sure it was cool. No point wasting it, thought Isla. Her eyes followed from his big hand entering his pocket to his crotch. She'd often wondered just how big Steve's dick was, and from the line of his pants it was nothing to be ashamed of. You sure you're okay? She sat down on the one flimsy metal chair that furnished the roof space. I'm struggling a bit. Giving up is harder than I thought it would be, and I've been trying to find other things to do to take over the habit. He stepped up closer to her. His crotch was now virtually eye-level. Like what? I can't tell you, she said, turning red with embarrassment and giggling. Well, now I've got to know, he laughed. Fuck it, she thought. She wondered if she might be getting hysterical, but she couldn't help but tell him. Um, I've... I've tried replacing cigarettes with, with penis. Steve burst out laughing, a surprisingly high-pitched laugh for a man with such a deep voice. Don't take the piss, he said, smiling at her. I'm serious, she snapped. Stupid that was a perfect way out but she couldn't let someone accuse her of making shit up. I sucked my flatmate's dick last night because it was the only thing to take my mind off smoking. Steve stood there quietly for a moment. Did it work? He asked, eventually. She thought about it. Yeah, it did. I actually felt loads better afterwards. Aside from not being able to look him in the eye. I'm about a foot taller than you. That should make it easier to not look me in the eye. She looked up at him, disbelieving. You mean? Anything for a member of the team, he chuckled, stepping closer still. A stunned smile spreading across her face, Isla reached out for his pants, carefully unzipping his fly. Now, please bear in mind that it is very cold out here, noted Steve. Isla reached into his underpants and pulled out the biggest soft cock she'd ever seen. It was bigger than most erections she'd seen. Fuck. She gasped, if that's what it's like when you're cold. She rubbed Steve's fat black cock, rolling his foreskin back and forth, the heat of it a contrast against the cold air. It hardened rapidly, increasing on its already remarkable size until it was a good nine inches long, at least. Thick and with a strong vein down the side, it was the most appetizing thing Isla could remember seeing. Fuck. She said again, before lowering her salivating mouth onto it. Absently, she noted that Jake's tasted better, but the feel of this monster in her mouth was incredible. She sucked greedily on it, the huge head taking up half of her mouth. Carefully, she tried to take some of the shaft in, but could only manage a couple of inches. That's it, muttered the owner of the beast, take it all in. Isla had never really been one for deep throating. The idea of it had always turned her on, and she turned to it more often than not in her occasional porn viewings. 
The very idea of taking this massive schlong down her throat almost made her gag on its own. But at the same time, she couldn't lie to herself when her pussy was so wet at the thought of it. Gingerly, she moved her head forward, feeling that huge head pushing at the back of her throat. She gagged, pulling away, a long string of jaws still connecting her lips to Steve's cock. You can do it, baby, he crooned, putting his huge left hand on the back of her head and guiding her back. Again, she took his cock in her mouth, letting him move her head towards him. This time she was prepared, and coped with the feeling of it against her throat. Suddenly, he thrust forward, pushing past the barrier, his mighty cock sliding down her throat. She gagged again, panicking, but this only made him moan and chuckle more. You're okay, baby, he said. You can take it. Forcing herself to relax, Isla let Steve thrust his enormous member back and forth. She'd fantasized about a face fucking like this, and now it was happening. She couldn't touch herself, holding onto Steve's legs to stop him forcing her even further onto his cock, but she was getting so turned on she thought she might come just from the sensation in her throat. Thankfully, Steve didn't last long. After no more than a couple of minutes, the feel of her tightening throat brought him to orgasm. He emptied himself directly into her throat and pulled out, saliva dripping from his big, dark cock. Isla sat there, coughing and spitting as he pulled away. Steve ticked away his dick and zipped up, before taking a handkerchief from his breast pocket and wiping his hand on it. He tossed it to Isla. There you go babe. Clean yourself up and take an early finish. Part 4 Menthol. Isla spent her evening in a daze. She said hi to Jake, but when he tried to talk to her, she made an excuse, saying she was tired from work and not feeling well and would see him later. In all fairness, it was true. She was exhausted and her throat was tender. She went to sleep quickly, obscene thoughts running through her head. The 9th of January came and went. Steve acted like nothing had happened, but said he hoped to see her on a smoke break sometime. Isla found herself eyeing up the male members of the team, the guy who came to fix the photocopier, even the bloke who ran the newsagents, her eyes drawn to their crotches. One thing she wasn't craving, though, was cigarettes, until about halfway through the 10th, when the urge to smoke overcame her again. After spending half her lunch hour trying not to think about smoking, she caved and went to the newsagent. Only a moment's walk from the office, it was always convenient, and she'd become quite chatty with the young Arabic man who worked there on weekdays. Hi, he said, smiling at her as she came in. You're just in time. I was going to lock up for lunch. You don't usually do that, she pointed out. It's been a slow day, he said. Thought I'd make the most of it. They chatted for a bit while Asla argued with herself in her head about whether she was going to buy a pack of fags or not. It's a shitty time of year for us, he said, defeat on his handsome features. Everyone is on their resolutions, no one's buying booze or fags or porn. It's boring as hell. Yeah, she admitted, I've given up smoking. Is that why you keep coming in and buying sweets instead of fags, he laughed. God, he really was handsome, wasn't he? Dirty thoughts burst into her head. What's your name, she asked, suddenly. Abdul, he said, why? Well, I've been coming in here for a while, she said. About time I got to know you properly. I'm Isla. Nice to meet you Isla. Look, do you mind if I lock up? Now that I've promised myself a break I don't want anyone else storming in. Don't worry, I'll let you out when you've bought your sweets. 
don't think sweets are going to cut it today, she said, watching Abdul as he locked the door and pulled down the shutter. What can I get you then? Are you on menthol or regular these days? Actually, she said, stepping closer to him, I've been trying something else to help me kick the habit. Sorry, he said, we don't sell NIC gum. We do have a few vapes though. Different flavors. Um. She said, a wicked thought crossing her mind. Do you have any condoms? Abdul looked puzzled, then hopeful. Sure thing, why? Pick your favorite flavor, she said, and put it on. Are you serious, he said, his handsome features displaying utter shock. I'm not going to fuck you, she said, quickly, but I really want to suck your cock. She smiled. The condom's just for fun. The coffer-skinned young man smiled and reached behind the counter. He grabbed a pack of three flavored condoms, picking out a green square. This okay, he said. Don't tell me, she said. I want the taste to be a surprise. She got to her knees and pulled down his tracksuit pants and underpants, revealing a beautiful circumcised cock already semi-erect. Carefully tugging at it, rubbing the exposed head, it hardened quickly in her hand. She let it go, and Abdul tore open the packet carefully, before eagerly sliding the pale green condom onto his now very hard six-incher. It wasn't the biggest she'd had even this week, but it was perfectly formed. Isla smiled and hungrily wrapped her lips around it, her tongue running over the sheathed flesh. She made a noise of pleasure. Yum, minty, she said, although it came out more as yum, ah, um with Abdul's dick filling her mouth. She sucked on him happily for a good ten minutes, trying out her new deep-throating skills on his gorgeous cock. It was much easier than with Steve's huge thing, and she didn't gag nearly so much, she still got a rush of panicky adrenaline every time she forced her head against his crotch and the head of his cock slid into her throat. Before long, he was coming, his spunk pooling into the nipple of the condom. Isla pulled away from Abdul, letting his bright green dick flop out, already deflating. She felt strangely disappointed for a moment, before realizing what else she was craving. She quickly but carefully pulled off the condom, eliciting a sharp gasp from the post-orgasmic man. Tilting her head back and opening her mouth wide, she poured the salty juice into her mouth, swirling it around a little with her tongue before swallowing. Part 5 Super Kings After Abdul let her out of the shop, Isla hurriedly dashed back to work, feeling her own juices run down her left leg as she ran upstairs. She was wearing a figure-hugging dress in dark green, with accentuated her curves. She realized she must have subconsciously dressed to impress. At least it was long enough to hide the trickle of wetness that crept down her thigh. She'd only been back at her desk for 10 minutes when Jack Q, her line manager, strode up to her. He looked awkward, not meeting her eye. Jacko wants to see you, he said. Now, she asked, panic rising in her chest. This was never good. The two Jacks Jack Quinn and Jack Osborne, called Jack Q and Jacko to tell them apart were the ultimate authority in the office. Jacko was the office manager and answerable only the owner. Jack Q was tall, not bad looking, with prematurely gray hair. Jacko was shorter, stocky and bald, not the best looking guy but with a definite charm. Right now, said Jack, turning to the door and gesturing for her to follow. She walked quickly after him, following him into Jacko's office. It wasn't all that, no more luxurious than most of the building, but at least it was big, plenty of space for the Jacks to hang out and chat whatever bollocks they liked to chat. Jacko sat behind his desk, 
his normal charming smile replaced by an angry scowl. Isla, he said, gesturing for her to sit down. Jack Q, bereft of chair, remained standing. Do you know what this is about? asked Jacko. No, Mr. Osborne, she said, thinking that the respectful tone was probably best. She had a worrying idea that she did though. While you were at lunch, we had a meeting with Steve. Shit, she thought. I'm fucked. One of your colleagues saw you on the roof a couple of days ago. Steve tried to persuade them to stay quiet but in the end they did the right thing and came to me. I have to say, I'm genuinely shocked by your behavior. Both of you. I'm sorry, sir, she said quietly, looking down at her knees. What the hell were you thinking? He snapped, his calm demeanor slipping. Sucking off a co-worker, out in the open, where anyone could see you. Not that it's okay to do that even if people can't see you, added Jack Q, hastily. Quite right, nodded Jacko. You do realize you could both be dismissed for this. No, gasped Isla, looking straight at her employer. I need this job. And Steve didn't do anything wrong, he was helping me out. The two Jacks snorted a scoffing laugh in unison. Steve said the same thing, said Jacko. Some crap about helping you give up smoking. What a load of he caught himself. I don't believe a word of it. In any case, it's irrelevant. Sexual misconduct is serious. Look, it's not like anyone did anything they didn't want to do, said Isla, panicking. And it just happened so quickly. I wasn't thinking straight. I really have been struggling with my cravings these last few days and I've not been myself. Whatever your excuse, it's not acceptable. This will have to go to full disciplinary proceedings. The panicked feeling in Isla's chest rose, and then she realized that everything would be fine. It was obvious what she had to do, and just like that, the craving was back again. Come on Jack, she said, looking her employer in the eye. It doesn't have to be like that. How about we keep it between us, huh? I'm sure I can convince you that it doesn't need to be taken any further. If you're suggesting what I think you're suggesting started Jack Q, before Jacko cut him off. Jack, shut the fuck up, ordered his boss. He stood up, stepping out from behind his desk and walking over to Isla, his crotch at just the right height. You need to make a decision, Isla. You do this, and I pretend nothing ever happened. Back down, and it's your word against ours, and you will not come out on top. I'm more of a bottom anyway, she said, reaching forward and unzipping the fly of his suit. Jacko's cock was much bigger than she expected. Not especially long, but thick, a fat pale lump of flesh that was growing harder and thicker in her hand. Jacko smiled as she opened her mouth as she opened her mouth. Good girl, he murmured. She ran her tongue all over the bulbous purple head, sending a shiver through Jacko's body. She stopped for a second, looking back up at him. How's that Mr. Osborne? Call me boss, he ordered. She smiled. Okay boss, she said, before taking a deep breath. She opened her mouth as wide as she could and took his fat cock into it. It stretched the skin at the corners of her lips, barely able to fit in her mouth. The sensation was on the exact edge of pleasure and pain. Jack Q stood behind his employer, looking dumbfounded. Jacko turned to face him. Don't just stand there, Jackie boy. Come get some. A nervous grin on his face, Jack Q stepped over, his cock visible erect through his pants. Isla pulled away from Jacko's cock and turned to the other man, unbuttoning the fly on his fancy suit pants and pulling out his dick. It was the polar opposite of Jacko's, 
long, slender and pointed, the skin surprisingly dark. She put it in her mouth and sucked eagerly, bobbing her head back and forth, letting the head poke against the back of her throat. Jacko leaned forward and unhooked the loops of her dress, pulling it down as she sucked on his co-worker's cock. Her breasts spilled out, prompting him to run his rough hands over them. Her nipples, hard from her arousal, tingled at the feeling and she shuddered with a rush of pleasure. All conception of time disappeared as she moved back and forth between the two cocks, one long, one thick, sucking off the two jacks with gusto. Her mouth was aching but she found herself getting more enthusiastic and horny as she went. How are you doing Jackie? asked Jacko as his colleague groaned in pleasure. Almost there, he gasped. Isla, said Jacko, I want you to keep sucking Jack's cock, all right? She paused for a moment, Jack's dick, slick with spit, brushing against her lower lip. You're the boss, she said, and shoved it back in her mouth. Jacko wrapped his meaty right hand around his even meatier cock and began hurriedly wanking it. Isla kept sucking on Jack QS until, with a load grunt, he unloaded his gunk into her mouth. She mumbled a pleasured yum, and this was enough to push Jacko over the edge. A thick rope of semen shot from his cock onto her face, splattering her eyebrow and running down her cheek. He continued to jerk, more strings of cum colliding with her face until she covered. Jack Q stepped back as his employer squeezed the last droplet from his swollen bell onto her forehead. I think that will do for now, said Jacko. Clean yourself up before you leave this office. He chucked her a box of tissues off his desk. See you at your performance review. Thank you, boss, she said, wiping the coagulating cum from her face. Part 6 Addiction The trip home was a self-conscious one. Isla had cleaned herself off as best she could, but there was still spunk stuck in her hair and a couple of blobs that had dried on her dress. She was sure the other commuters would smell it even if they didn't see it. Her emotions were all over the place, she felt ashamed, unused, but so turned on that her pussy ached. She kept thinking about the different cocks she'd sucked on over the week. Five different dicks, each one looking and feeling and smelling and tasting different. When she finally arrived home, Jake was sitting in the living room again. He stood up, sheepishly meeting her gaze. I guess we need to talk, he said. I guess we do. Look, I'm sorry about the other night. I should never have suggested it, and we shouldn't have done it, and I know it'll never happen again. He trailed off. She sighed. It wasn't fair for him to feel bad. Whatever filthy urges he had awoken in her had been there all along. Listen Jake, she said, stepping closer to him. It's okay. I made the decision. And you know what? It worked. I'm hardly craving fags at all anymore. In fact, I didn't think about smoking once on the way home, and that's never happened after a day at work. She paused, thoughtfully. There's just one problem, now I'm addicted to sucking cock. Jake wasn't quite sure what to say to that. I, I'm sorry, he stammered. Are you okay? Oh, shut up Jake, she exclaimed, dropping to her knees. Get your fucking dick out. By Dax Dante for Literotica. Thanks for joining us for today's steamy story. Come back tomorrow for another tale of explicit romance and passion. We hope you found pleasure in today's story. Be sure to subscribe to Steamy Stories Podcast in your mobile podcasting app. Our podcast server and website also contains our full library of past episodes. Happy dreams.